Cuba. Remember how I told you I had bookies calling me all the time? Like not bookies, but like, hey, this is uh this is Wise Guys Gambling Network, and boy do we got a pick for you. Well, you get those phone calls because you've actually answered or called people off ads that you've heard before. Well yeah, because they'll be like, like Boogies like Boogies didn't just all of a sudden like Google you and go, Oh, we're gonna just start calling Abe like like crazy style. <laughs> no, I made the mistake one time where they're like, Hey, hey, listen up. Yo, this is Stu, uh, you know, from Wise Guys uh, Picks, and I'm going <laughs> to give you two free picks if you call this number. And I think I heard it advertised on Sirius. So, like, if you ever hear any commercials for someone named Stu or whatever it might be, and they're like, hey, listen up, I got I got these inside. Th- these are, I, fr- I think they call them Wise Guy Picks. I think, and, the, and they're like, and, and you know what I mean when I say Wise Guy, right? You You know what that means, right? Oh, yeah, because you're somehow connected to the mafia. <laughs> yeah. So they're trying to confuse you and make you think that they're it's some kind of mafia thing. But it's really not. It's just some kind of scam. Where I, that, but that, to me, that would scare me. I'd be like, oh, shit, this is a, this is a wise guy thing. I don't know if I want it on there. <laughs> because, you know, like, okay, so what if something happened, they'd be like, hey, I gave the pick to Abe. I gave the pick to Baze. Yeah. And now, because of the way that we run things, you now owe triple the amount because you bet on hey, an illegal uh, pick. Hey, uh, the, the, uh, you're gonna you're gonna owe me three times the rake, or I'm gonna beat your fucking ass. No, you got not only do you owe me the money, but you owe my buddy Joey, who came up with the pick, and his is three thousand percent on top of what you made. So here's the way I look at it: you give me ten points right now, or I crack your fucking skull, <laughs> and I kill your family. And here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna crack your fucking skull again, right when you're coming out of your coma. I'll probably be coming out of jail, and guess what? I'm going to crack your fucking skull again because I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> Those are the kind of guys you're going to have to deal with. But okay, that, so, that, this, the minute someone says this is a wise guy's pick, if you know what I mean, I go, all right, well, uh, thanks for the advice. I'll think about it. Goodbye. So, base, I'll, I'll give you the full disclosure on, on what ha- how, how this started happening, okay? So I got that thing where they're like, hey, we'll give you two free picks, right? And and by coincidence, and it's only a coincidence, those two picks did win. Okay, so then I gave sure. so then I gave the guy like forty nine dollars for a third. That's, by the way, that is the equivalent of the guy who plays the uh, the card trick on the side of the tree, but he shows you how he went just before he figures out how to hustle you. Go oh ahead. yeah, three three card Monty that game, yeah, or the yeah. shell game. You know they do that right? Like they 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 put two cards in their hand, they make it look like it's one. Yeah, they palm the card. Yeah. But, okay, so anyway, so you give this guy $49, and then, of course, that pick lost, right? So then they're calling back again. All right, we'll give you another free pick. and all this. So it just never stops. So then I, I'm like, no, you know what, whatever. And they give me another pick it lost, which I didn't pay for. Then they're like, okay, we're, we're even. We're two and two now. So we're going to give you one more pick, and then if, let's say we get it right, then just give us $499. Jeez. <laughs> whatever, whatever. It was something crazy. So I, I stop, but then once you once you stop with them, they sell your information to everyone. So there's there must be some kind of like black book for gambling, and my my name and number is in it. A hundred percent. Your name and number is like highlighted. I even got I got a call from a guy, and he goes, "Hey, I'm calling from Mike North Gambling," and I'm like, "Mike North?" I'm like, "I know Mike North," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you've heard of him. He's a big gambler." I'm like, "No, no, no, I know him." Like here's his cell phone number, and then the guy, and then the guy hung up on me. So like, Jeez. so like I don't even 
whatever. So I'm, I must be at the top of the list for every gambling degenerate scumbag company that calls out. All right, we got Abe Cannon. Let's call him again. And luckily, your name is at the top of their list because your name is Abe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, AB. I mean, doesn't I mean maybe there's a guy named Aaron who got a call before me, and I'm always call number two. Yeah. I. And you're the guy that goes, oh, really? A free pick? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but but remember the one guy I told you about where he was talking all this crazy shit, and then I turned it around, and I made him think that I was going to buy the pick, and then I told him to go fuck himself, and he kept calling me over and over again. He wouldn't stop. So, so today, so I haven't had any issues since, so, so let me just repeat that story. Do you remember that base or was I not telling you that one? Vaguely, but repeat it for those who are never heard it. Okay. So the guy called me and he's like, Hey, I got a pick for you. I'm like, Oh, you know what I'm interested in? That's because you're a degenerate piece of shit. And I'm like, what? He goes, you're a degenerate piece of shit. That's why you don't want, you know, you're not, you're never going to win. You're a loser. And then I, and then then I, and then I go, Oh, that's what I call reverse psychology. But wait, then I then I reverse the reverse on him. So I'm like, what what was the pick again? He goes, I already fucking told you the pick. The Chiefs plus whatever it is. And then he's like, but you're a fucking degenerate. So I'm like, oh, look, so I don't have to pay you ninety nine dollars. And uh, wait, what is? It? And then I, I I turn around and he was kind of skeptical in the beginning. And then by the end he's like, all right, brother, let's do it, brother. He's like, uh, so this is after ten minutes of me switching the you know switching it around on him. To make him think that I'm back interested. And he's like, yeah, brother, we're going to get you on track here. We're going to do that. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, all, right, all I need is that MasterCard. I'm like, okay, the MasterCard number is fuck you. Fuck you. And then I hung up the phone on him, and he called me back at least, and I'm not joking, a hundred times. Over and oh, over. Because cause I know he, want, he wanted to at least get the last word in. He wanted to say something to me to get that final insult in. But I, I, I just played him for I played him for fifteen or twenty minutes playing this game, and I'm like, so if I win, and I, I acted really pathetic, and then I got him, and I'm like, fuck you. They know who they're investing with. When they it didn't, comes to you. They didn't know I was. It was like I was playing chess. They're like, he got my rook, he got my bishop, he got my knight. He's like, this guy sucks. But guess what? I'm setting him up for that check. I, I, I've never had a phone checkmate like that in my life like this. <laughs> I set this guy. It was such a. It was such a beautiful setup. I had him. Like it, it, it made you. me so. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you, fuck you. And then I hung up. And then he was about to say something. And he kept calling and calling and calling. So, anyways, I got a call today. Wait, so he didn't leave a voicemail or anything? No, he just kept calling over and over again. So today, t- so today I got a call from all zeros. And when you get a call from all zeros, I thought it was you actually because if you're calling, yeah, from because a- oftentimes the radio station that I work at when I call Abe, for some reason it's programmed to call other people with all zeros. I don't know why. Yeah, that's it's like every radio station. So I actually I thought it was you because I, I usually don't answer numbers that I don't know. So, um. So I answered, and the guy's like, "Hey, hey, you got two minutes of your time. This is uh, Bobby Fisher with uh, with Bobby's gambling, and I got, I got. You could get a pick in, right? You could." I'm like, "Oh, sorry," and and I, I just lied. I'm like, "Oh, I'm at work. Sorry." He goes, "I'm at work too." He goes, uh, "I'm glad you're not on welfare. Glad you're a working man like me. I'm at work too. Uh, you got plenty of time to get this pick in." Right? I'm like, oh, "I'm at work. I call you back," and he's like, I, "You got plenty of time, right?" You got. Then he hung. Then then he just wouldn't stop talking, so I just hung up on him. Then he called from a, a Chicago number, which actually looked kind of familiar to me, so I answered it. Damn. And he's like, 
Oh, you're at work. He goes, oh, you're at work. I'm at work. Now let me get this pick in. And he, and then, and then I hung up on him again. Then he kept calling back from a Las Vegas number. So he kept changing, you know, there's like on uh, ring central is one of the programs where you could just change your number and call from different area codes. That's unbelievable. And there's things where you could just completely like when you get a call from your number, it looks like your number. There's apps that just, you basically just type in any number you want. That's unbelievable. So I've gotten I've gotten before my phone number to call me back. That that's what they do. They 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 could mask the number they're calling from with a fake number. That's bullshit. Too. That should actually be illegal. It, I don't know how it's not illegal. And that's and that's coming from a guy who's done probably five thousand prank calls over the years. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. Okay, when I do a prank call, I do it the old fashioned way. I block the number, right? So. If you're dumb That's enough to common courtesy. Yeah, and I'm calling businesses usually. And if you're dumb enough to answer a block like if someone calls you from a block number, how first of all, I never answer a block call. Because ninety seven percent of the time it's something messed up, right? Yeah. Like, hey, hey, why are you talking to Veronica still? I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> something like that, right? Uh, like yeah. that, that that's how it was like in the nineties. Like some guy would call you to like kill you. Yeah. Hey, why are you messing with Marcy? It was like an automatic, like it was like an automatic uh, ghost symbol to just say the most threatening thing in the world. You think no one's gonna treat you? <laughs> I don't. You miss that phone threats? You don't really get oh, those God, anymore. Yeah. Now, now that you have caller ID on your phone, people can't call and threaten you anymore. Not only is it caller ID, but if you don't know the number, sometimes it'll say. Maybe it's John, like someone you know. Like, oh my God, <laughs> that, that is him. How do you know that? Hey, motherfucker. Don't, don't, and now don't. my caller ID can like almost guess who that is. I can't remember the circumstance. I remember someone threatening me like, hey, uh, good luck walking out of your house tomorrow to your car or something. I'm like, what? And they hang up. <laughs> this was like, I, I, I feel like I was like 17 or something. It was probably just some God. kind of prank call. But I, I specifically remember someone saying that. Hey, good luck walking to your car tomorrow. Watch your back when you walk to your car. Hey, maybe he's just really wishing you luck. <laughs> and it's like, hey, thanks for the tip. Like, if you really want to do yeah. something, why would you warn me ahead of time? Yeah. Hey, make sure to bring mace and a knife on your way to work tomorrow, basically. Yeah. Make sure to uh, have 911 ready on your phone. Make sure you're ready to protect yourself tomorrow morning, okay? <laughs> just, be, just be completely <laughs> ready to protect yourself. Yeah. That would be awesome, wouldn't it, if I like had someone watching my back and I'm like, hey, some guy's going to attack me. And then if the guy attacked me, the other guy ran out and tackled him and we both beat the shit out of him. You shouldn't have told me, you moron. <laughs> you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> you deserve every ounce yeah. of ass woman. He Honestly, wouldn't a guy like that deserve a full ass kicking? Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I, I'm not even like the fight. Like I'm not. I'm gonna kick your ass, type. But I would enjoy if you and I were together, just beating the shit out of someone like that. I'd actually enjoy that. Oh, I would enjoy every lick of it. Every punch, like kicking him in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like remember at the end of um, was it yeah Casino? No, was it yeah Casino when they killed Joe Pesci and his brother? Oh God! Yeah. Like you that, and that your fucking. <laughs> It's it's so messed up how they kill his brother too, just for no reason. Yeah, and then they have to be there. They kill the brother in front of him, Frankie. You mother, you motherfucker, piece of shit, Frankie. Are you still breathing? You and your fucking brother. 
No, Fr- Frankie. It's like, Frankie, come on. The kid's still breathing. Le- leave-, leave the kid alone, Frankie. He's still breathing. He's still breathing. God. Can you imagine, like, me if, if it was, like, you and I and one of us were getting killed and the other one had to watch it? No. I had to watch both of us get, like, buried, like, half alive. If it was, like, you, me, and Sam and I had to watch Sam get killed <laughs> first. And, and then you know, obviously, we're going to get killed, too, right? Yeah. You're I mean, not going to be like, okay, that was our warning. You yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so if that ever happens again, you guys are going to be joining Sam. Yeah. No, that, it never now, now you guys are on your last straw. That's why I don't get, like, if you're ever in a situation like that, you have to go balls out, right? You have to fight. If, if you're, I mean, if you and I are in the middle of a field and there's four guys with guns, we almost have to just risk it and try to run or something, right? Dude, you got to bite ankles, you got to bite balls, you got to do whatever you can. And if they're trying to do a beating like that, you, you want to let just have them finish you off, right? Like, just let them shoot you in the head? Just do it, yeah. Instead You're of that long, that long beating with baseball bats. Oh. God. I'm pretty sure if I lived in Vegas, that's the way I would end my life, right? Somehow, yes. I think that, that, that ending would find you. Because I, I think I, I could easily see myself slipping into something like some kind of gambling debt. And then some hey, guy comes if up. If you're the one calling for a couple of good picks, it's coming for you. <laughs> you're saying if I'm the one calling people? Like, hey, that was, I would never, ever, ever find myself in a spot where I could remotely find myself in some sort of mafia ring. Whereas <laughs> you, like every, time, every other weekend I call you. Hey man, I, I kept, your phone kept going through the voice, but where were you? Oh, I was in a twelve-hour poker tournament on the south side. Like, <laughs> like you just you put yourself in a position, like for somebody who's never done any drugs, you put yourself in a position to get whacked at some point in your life. No, you're right, and I've played in a poker game before, like that, like in rounders. Yeah, and whereas I, to- I, I don't leave. I literally go to work. I go home. <laughs> the only thing I, I risk having is carpal tunnel syndrome <laughs> and actually whacking my knee against the table looking for the remote control. That's about my, the extent of violence that's going to occur due to my current life. Well, it's funny because while I was playing in it, everything seemed fine. But when I look back on it now, I specifically remember a hand where I had three kings and another guy hit um, hit three aces on the river. And I'm positive they cheated on that hand. I'm positive they like they dealt from the bottom of the deck. Of course, like they, I was like some idiot who came in there, and they they like they took my money. Yeah, they set, they shut the deck on you. And, and I know it does happen like that. I mean, I've lost on the last card at casinos many times, but there was just something about it that just didn't feel right. <laughs> it's funny how that was the point that didn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, like not the entire experience, everybody looking at you, probably didn't pay attention to a single one of it. Having to wave to it, like, huh, having to wave to it, a little too easy. Having to wave you to you guys a, must be illegal gamblers. Ha- having to wave to a camera outside before I come in that didn't set yeah, anything that, up. That's creepy. I, I went there alone too. Can you imagine that? That's creepy. As fuck, I, did, I didn't know anything. So someone hit me up on on Twitter. They're like, "Hey, we got this game going, and here's the address." And it was in this like abandoned kind of it, it was it was like loft and apartment. you actually showed up to a random tweet well because it, it was like apartment lofts so it wasn't yeah, but like, still, who, who, who answers a random tweet 
I don't know. There is not one person that's ever shot me a tweet in the easily almost 12 years of me having my Twitter account. And I've ever been like, you know what? I'm going to meet that person up. But this was like the beginning. This was a, many years ago when Twitter was kind of newer. Hey, even if it was on Facebook, I wouldn't have done it or MySpace. <laughs> They're like, well, at we least got- I wouldn't show up on myself. We actually, my wife, and I are looking for the movie Cars is big with kids. You know, my, my son loves the movie Cars. He wants all the toy cars. He's obsessed with it. It's birthday next weekend, and my wife went on a Facebook marketplace where she went and some lady posted in Oak Park. She posted a picture. I have all these cars for 25 bucks. I'll give them to you. For 25 bucks? 25 bucks, all the cars. So we go, and I tell Joan, and I'm like, she goes, I could go by myself. I go, you don't want to go by yourself to anything. I go, you don't know who these people are. You just, you may go, even if it's a, a Craigslist ad, you don't just, a woman's not going to travel. So I went with her, and we're sitting there, and I'm, I'm freaking, you know, I pulled out my my little uh, little collapsible baton that I have on me sometimes in my life. Wait, you, really, wait, wait you carry that into a woman's house who's selling you toys? You know, I don't know who you're about to be there. You can show them someplace, they haven't got to you. It turns out it was this old hippie chick with hairy armpits. And she showed up there, and it was, they were the cars, but they're like tiny little cars. Oh. And so my wife was convinced, well, I already agreed to $25. And I was like, well, you don't have to pay that. No, you once say, you hey, see listen. like if you, if you go somewhere and, and they're saying it's a... Uh, an Adidas jumpsuit, and it's Sadidas, S-A-D-I-D-A-S. You don't have exactly. to buy it. Well, no, I said, oh, I thought, you, I thought you, I, oh, I must have, I, I meant to write it was Sadidas. I, I, it must have been a misprint. I said, listen, I go, she goes, well, I already agreed on the price, so that's what we're doing. I go, no, everything is always up to negotiation right up until the point you give her the money. I was like, you don't have to just give her the money yet. Let's Let's talk about it. She's like, no, we agreed to it as my money. I was like, God, she was saying all that. She was saying all that in front of the lady. No, no. Before we got there, I go, listen, before you give the money, let's just look at everything, make sure everything is up to snuff. And she's like, well, I already know as well. I mean, you know, I agree on the price. That's what you're supposed to do. You you agree. And we, we both agree. And I go, yeah, but you can still, there's room for negotiation in a street deal when it comes to kids toys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you never you never give them the, the market value. No. But I mean, she goes, it's my money. I want to do it. So I go, all right. And the lady pulls out this rickety box. Like, the box is like someone's basement where they once had the Death Star from, like, 1982. Like, where they haven't, like, fully assembled. It's just a cranked-up cardboard box. And the cars were, like, literally the size of my thumb. Like, mic- like, like well, micro-machines? Yes. And I was like, well... Knowing our luck, my son's probably not going to be in the cars by the time his birthday rolls around. But these are tiny, tiny little cars. I was like, all right, it's all good if you want to do it. God, you drove I'm to Oak sure Brook. Can, you I'm, drove to Oak Brook from from where you live. That's pretty Oak far. Park. Yeah, Oak Park or Oak Park. Yeah. So it was about a good forty minute drive, you know, to and from. And I was like, it was that same feeling of we get out there, and I'm, I, I wouldn't let her go by myself by herself, and I still had a, a little something on me just in case someone pulled a gun, whereas you, 
went to go gambling because somebody sent you a tweet, and all you did was wave at a camera, and you thought to yourself, this seems like a good idea. I mean, all times I had a guard up with this lady, and you just went in there like Homer Simpson, and it wasn't until you lost a three aces where you went, something doesn't seem right about this. I don't think it's ever a good idea to invite people off Craigslist to your house unless if you're selling like a king size bed, I guess you have no other option. But if you're right. selling like an iPad, don't tell someone to come to your house. No, that's all I was like, let's meet at let's tell her to meet at Starbucks. Well no, she lives in a farm apartment building. I go Okay. But we should meet at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, why couldn't she bring the, the micro machines to Starbucks? I don't know because she had already done the talking and said, this is where I live. I'll be out in front. Ugh. 25 bucks. And I was like, well, this hairy armpit of a lady got it, got one over on us. So but you bought it? Yeah, she gave us 25 bucks and we got it. And now that my wife is fully uh, educated, lights all wipes to these cars, it's going to be wrapped up and give it to him on his birthday on Sunday. Man. Poor kid. I know. Well, <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever. Man, eh, it's, not, it's not my money, but you're like, hun, the art of the, uh, the Craigslist mark, Facebook marketplace is designed for people like you and me to say, hey, if we're going to give you this much money, and then show up and go, hey, it turns out I only got 10 bucks left. So, I mean, looks like, looks like what you've got right there looks about right. So, either we're good to go or you can keep those in your basement for longer than you want to. Let's take it to the next level. I mean, even if you look at something like Tinder, I mean, if you're a guy, it's a little bit easier. But if you're a woman on Tinder and you're meeting up random guys at a bar, yep, and and going back to their house, I mean, the, Tinder doesn't even investigate anything. You could just put up all fake information. Oh yeah. So how how are they comfortable doing that? And I how guess many? It's a hookup site where it's just meant for banging. I guess that's what that is. Th- here's what I recommend, and, and you should do this, base you and your wife. They have that find my friends thing on the uh, on the iPhone, right? Where it can always track where you're at at all times. Oh no, yeah, it's always on. If you're if you you have your wife on there, uh, can you put her on there? Yeah, where you could see where she's at at all times. Not no, no. not not find my phone. The, the Find My Friends. It's, it's yellow. You'll see it. Oh. Sur- just search your phone for Find My Friends, and then you send her an invite, and you could track where she's at at all times. Well, that's a wonderful thing to do. Now, that doesn't work well for cheating people. Like, if, you're, if, you're, if you tell your husband or wife that you want to turn on the Find My Friends, and they say no, there's probably a good chance they're cheating on you. Yeah. I mean, if, if they... If they're, if, even if they won't give you their password, not not that you should ask for their password, but if someone's like, hey, can I log in your computer? If you have to go over there and, like, cover their eyes when you type it in. Yeah. It's I mean, already out so bad. It's already out so bad. Sorry. Because someone who has nothing to hide doesn't have to do that. I mean, you don't want no. someone to have your passwords. I mean, that's ridiculous. No. But if it's the that. The only thing that I would have to do is say to my wife, all right, there's a reason why I sent that picture to Abe and you don't want to know. <laughs> not because I'm cheating and not because it's something kinky it's just after I tell you out loud it's going to sound really dumb to me too but I sent it but if you have an annoying husband or wife the find my friends thing would be annoying too because if they're always like hmm why are you on 
Central Avenue right now. Your yeah. ride home from work goes straight down Cicero. Uh, you said you were leaving work, but it says here you're still downtown. Yeah. So, so those kind of people. I'm going to assume. Yeah. Those kind of people don't deserve the access. No. Like only people who are cool should get that kind of access to your to where you're at. Someone that will Agreed. never check. Someone that will never look at it unless they need to. In other words, if I say, hey, uh, I'm selling this guitar, but I'm going into this weird uh, farmhouse, so I just want you to track where I'm at. And then if they don't hear from me for 45 minutes, and it's and, and they see that my, my phone is pinned to this barn for 45 minutes, I'm probably dead in that barn. So at least they know that information. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of creepy to put it that way. Uh, 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 come on in, Abe. Uh, let me get one of my amplifiers out. Let's see if this this old axe got any juice left in it. Now, you say you was on the radio. Now, your social security number is four, five, seven. What? Now, come on in. <laughs> and who's your friend out there in the car? You're waving. And then as I come in, someone comes from the passenger side and puts a gun to your head. Yep. Do you ever notice Classic that? Classic move. You, you know it's funny that police officers do that now. They come up the passenger side. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> There's always something weird about that, right? Yeah. Like the one, like he he comes in out of nowhere, and then when you look to your left, the other police officer is on your side. Yep, and, there's, <laughs> and then sometimes there's somebody in the back of your car. I've been pulled over before where the guy's coming to my car and I look at the rearview mirror. This guy right there, I'm like, okay. I have to say, as afraid as people are of police officers, it has to be scary just walking up to these random cars all the time. Anytime you pull somebody over, you got to have your balls in. And especially, like, especially like I was on the expressway, and there was just one, just, I, the ones who just hang out in the middle, you know, on the, by the median, and then they, they come yeah. out, they, they like hide, like like a rat hiding, you know? Uh, I, there's no worse feeling than driving past the cop, and you're like, uh-oh, I hope they didn't see me. And then you see them, like, pulling out, and you're like, I hate the ones that follow you too, and, and they're not going to pull you over, but they're almost just messing with you. So they'll yeah, like they'll then you ride- have to make sure that you're going to exactly the speed limit. Yeah, and, you're and, not swerving. See, if I were a police, you know how I over, always overcompensate for everything. Base like I'll have fake conversations with my yeah. fake dad so I could order extra mayo. I would <laughs> overcompensate as a cop. I would speed up and drive around people so that they're not uncomfortable. I'd be overcompensating all day as a police officer. That's funny because I have a buddy who's a cop, and he said all the time that I'll be driving, and I'm like, God, I, why is everybody driving so slow? And he's like, oh, that's right, I'm going to the cop car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd be afraid having to go, because like, they pull people over on, in like at 3 in the morning. I was oh, yeah. like dead highway, some guy in a pickup truck. It's like, man, good luck oh, with yeah. that. Let me see your hands you, now! And I always, I'm always like, at least it was a safer place to pull over on the highway because the minute I know I get pulled over and then like okay you're free to go and I'm like okay but everybody that's next to me is driving eighty miles an hour so how do I get in traffic here and right away they grab for their gun God damn it let me see your hands God damn it keep your hands up like <laughs> Jesus what did I first of all what did the I do worst, the worst now is like they pull me over and you're like oh yeah what kind of dickhead cop is coming up to me and then you look and the cop was like he's about seventeen years old and you're like. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! This guy pulled me over. Yeah, I wonder. We we have some a lot of uh, police friends that listen to this. I, what, what's the best way to get out of a ticket? I know my one. I won't say his name, 
but he lets everyone off. Like he drives people, and, and this I, I think this is going above and beyond, of course. But he drives people home instead of giving them DUIs. And and he, he said, actually says, "I'm going to drive you home." He'll he'll either call a cab or he'll get that he'll give them he'll drop them off somewhere or he'll he'll like throw man them, he must have no quota or he'll throw their keys. So he said sometimes he'll throw his, their keys like down the sewer. He's done that before. He said. That's even more fucked up. Not okay, really. Well, once I sober up, I'm going to have a really hard time doing. Yeah, but you'd rather get new keys than ruin your life, right? Yeah, it's true. But what if you're like, uh, that was the only set I had. That's got everything on there. <laughs> but I mean, could, that, you just, could you just put me in jail? Let me get the keys back. I, I just, I think there's a certain way. Like, if someone's being an asshole to you, if you're a police officer, you should give them a ticket. Like, if they're a complete jag off. If you pull them over for a real cause and they're a complete asshole, you should give them a ticket. Well, you got to you got to know that any person that 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 starts off with a cop by saying, "Just so you know, my taxes pay your salary," you're probably going to jail. You should too. Like anyone with that kind of attitude probably deserves a ticket. I would. I always say, "Officer, I'm sorry. It was my fault." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, "Okay, well." As long as you know what you're doing, we're going to go ahead and let you off this time. I'm like, yeah, okay. that's the thing. It's like, why, why ruin someone's day for, and I mean, you're telling me they don't make mistakes when they're driving? Yeah. Because I, I, I was maybe going maybe eight miles an hour over uh, the speed limit just so I can uh, beat the light. And of course, as I'm going through the intersection, a cop is passing me to go the other way and does the, the U, like, you know, the, the sped up U-turn oh, like yeah. you just saw like a bank robber hike. <laughs> pulls me over and he's like and he's like okay so you know you were driving that fast on the school zone I go school zone that was an intersection and he's like well you know I go I was like sorry officer I'm I was trying to beat the line I was just trying to not be late for work he goes well I pulled you over so you're gonna be late for work was it worth it I'm like I don't know was it worth it for you to do that Magnum PI style freaking U-turn I mean <laughs> I only went 32 miles an hour, yeah. man. Hey, What's hey, wrong with hey Eric Estrada, calm down a little bit, okay? Yeah, I was like, it wasn't like I was going 70 in a in a 20. I went 32 in a 20. Come was on, it worth it? Like, you don't, I, you know the cops I like? I like the ones that don't give a shit. Like the ones who are like us. You, 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 yeah. ha, you have the job. You understand what you have to do. Like, you, of course you should give out tickets to certain people. But if it's yeah. just, if it's a mistake that you would make in life, if you're a police officer and it's something that you've done before, then you should not write that ticket. It's just something you shouldn't do because it's yeah. something that you might make them. If it's just an obvious mistake, if you're speeding a little bit, who cares? I told you, I got the one ticket from a guy who he, he's not there anymore, but he was there for about a year. He was at this one stop sign and he would pull people over if he didn't wait long enough at the stop sign. And I was like, well, how, that's just your word against mine. How long I stayed, but I didn't. You're not going to find a take. I'm not going to take time off of work to argue with a cop in front of a judge and have the judge go, "I'm going to agree with the cop." So that's a bullshit thing to do. You know what the problem is? Some of these police officers they work in such shitty neighborhoods and they deal with such scumbags over and over that it really, oh, yeah. it, 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 it it like messes with their head and they change their outlook on everyone. Sure. Well, but I also live in like a suburb where, yeah. Let's just say that the action isn't exactly like you know. Uh, there's no drug deals going down where I'm yeah. at. Well, again, yeah. I'm. I went thirty in a in a twenty mile an hour school zone, and that was enough for the guy to flip a Yui with the lights full blast. But just just picture every day 
you have people lying to you left and right about everything. Like, oh god, yeah. Did you smoke any weed? No, nah, no. Nah. Were you drinking today? No. Were you speeding? No. no. I mean, if you're dealing with that all day, at some point you snap. Oh, but yeah. but that's why the the that's why I give so much credit to the nice police officers, the ones that haven't let the assholes ruin their like them as people. Yeah. Because if you're still a kind person and a police officer, that means you're a really good guy. If you if you could deal with those kind of scumbags all day, just the complete dregs of society, just always like working on some kind of con and scamming. Oh yeah. And, and you have to deal with those people left and right. If you could not let that affect you when you're dealing with normal nice people, then you're a really good guy. And if you could do that, that that says a lot about you as as a police officer. I agree. And and there's a lot of those guys. And there's a lot of the and then there's there's some who are just you know the guy like when they would like like some. Uh, when the teacher would let someone write names on the chalkboard. Okay, Mary Ellen. <laughs> they, they love that. I'll be they right. Love that power go to their head. Do you remember they put it would say like Dan on the board with like seven checks next to it every time you would talk more. Oh God, yes. Like I remember they let this. Girl... I remember having my. I remember moving my desk to the uh, the actual chalkboard itself. You moved. Like they would scoot my desk all the way to the chalkboard, so I have nobody to talk to. Oh, the teacher would. Yeah, he's like, all right, move your desk, going to the chalkboard. I'm like, that sucks. But I'm talking about the kids. They would write names on the board when you would talk. And then if you kept talking, they'd put a check See, next I never, to you. I never had a kid do that. I know you said you've had kids that, that had that far. But I never had, they never assigned a kid to take you down. And the best was, I, I, I swear, one time they let me put names on the board, and all I put on the board were all the girls that would write our names down. And they weren't even talking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Agnes, Agnes again. And I'd have like seven checks. And I, I specifically remember all, the only, like all my friends were all just like talking, screaming. I didn't write any of their names down. And I had all girls' names on the board. Like, oh, Becky again. That's her fourth check. And I remember the, I remember the teacher walking back in and she's like, okay, Abe, you can take a seat. And then she just erased all the names and then went back to whatever she was doing. <laughs> I will say this about Abe. Abe is a true, true friend to the the max. We were once at a, it was on the radio station concert, and we all went to a bar. And I forgot what it was, but there was a, not a very attractive young lady who was sitting around our our circle of people. And one of our guys who likes the ladies a little bit bigger than usual was really trying to hit on this girl, and she wasn't very nice. And I don't remember what it was, but the girl. I said something, and the girl wasn't very nice, and she threw a piece of popcorn at me. And just before I was able to react, Abe took a full box of popcorn <laughs> and threw it right at this lady's face. Oh, some point where she got really upset and she left. And I remember thinking to myself, what a true friend. <laughs> what an asshole. Like you, didn't, like, you didn't just throw, like, a piece of popcorn back at her. You dumped the whole thing on her. She deserved it. And in, in, in that situation, you're allowed to do that. Like I know, but I was like, yeah, was, I remember just thinking to myself, like, that was so awesome. That's probably something I wouldn't do today, though, just because of the way things are. I'd probably get arrested. But like, Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, two th- that's two things now that I would never do. At, at 25 years old, I negotiated that I had to have a jet ski put in my contract, and they gave it to me. <laughs> and I also, right now, 12 years later, wouldn't throw popcorn at people. Yeah, I, I can see you doing both still. What the balls though? I, I'd feel so weird saying, you know what, guys? There's one more thing I'm going to need. I, the money's right. The years are good. Um, the bonus plan is great. The benefits are perfect. Uh, 
Thank you. Wow, wow, wow. Three, three weeks vacation and year two, I get four weeks. This, this is great. But there's one thing missing from the contract, guys. I'm going to need a jet ski. I'm going to go ahead and need that jet ski. I specifically remember saying, and he even said, he goes, you know, we're, we're, he, I remember he referred to it as a water bike. He's like, we're still working oh, on that water bike. I'm like, I'm like, I really, oh, I really want it. I, you know, you said you'd get the jet ski and I, you know. <laughs> like you have to be a real asshole to make sure a jet ski. I, I thought that was smooth, man. I was like, man, you, you kept them on their word. Sometimes people just say shit just to get you to sign, and then you go, hey, what about that jet ski? You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was able to do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, thought, I thought that was you holding them pretty honest, to be honest. That's that's another good tip. Like the um, the what, what's that department called? I just forgot the uh, the department when you call for your cell phone. The uh, shit. Oh, the. Uh... The something department. The uh, I tell people this every time. Con- er, not continuity. Uh, shit, what's it called? Customer retention. Retention, retention, that's it. The retention. God, how did I forget that? Retention department. But an- another tip is that anytime you work out a contract, make sure that everything is figured out before you start work. Because even my last job at The Loop, we we they said oh yeah of course you guys can get parking and then once we started they're like uh well, we don't see it in the contract so uh you can either park in the building for two ninety five a month or park outside for one seventy five like, yeah oh, okay. that was fucked that was fucked up like oh okay great <laughs> that's something I should have asked you also when I when I got my job because I was like I was just so eager to start working you know when you're out of a gig in radio you're like man if I get a job again I'll do anything and then they start signing you up and then you're like. Oh shit! What did I sign up? No, for? but they tell you. But they tell you they're including stuff like, oh yeah, parking's yeah. included. Like, I'm like, hey, so you're including parking? Oh yeah, no problem. But then if you don't have it written out in front of you, even at any job you start, like, oh, yeah. it, it all has to be figured out. Oh, uh, I know we told you uh, that uh, you wouldn't have to work Saturdays, but uh, you know, think, things got a little bit busier than we expected. So uh, if you could just work the next nine Saturdays. And uh, yeah, it'll, it'll also be on your salary. That no, no extra yeah, money. Yeah. And because of the. And because it's considered a six, it's, uh, not a six-day-a-week because it's less than 24-hour turnaround time, we're going to go ahead and consider that the same day, so therefore it's not overtime. Oh, you, you didn't you didn't know your salary was for a six-day work week? Like, what? <laughs> Who worked? Well, yeah, we've actually been giving it to you as a, uh, as a perk these last couple of months, yeah. so uh, you're welcome. <laughs> what does that mean, a six-day work week? Like, <laughs> it means you just got swindled. If you're like a manager at Walmart, they do that to you. Like, oh yeah, they make you work. Like you're gonna be make. We're gonna start you off real nice at forty three five a year and uh, a week vacation. You're all set. And then, oh by the way, you have to work a mandatory fifty six hours a week. <laughs> it was crazy because when I worked there, when I was like sixteen to like nineteen, and the managers would work thirteen or fourteen hour days. Jesus. And they'd have to work like five or they'd have to work like six days a week. They they were and, and they always had one day off. Like oh yeah, Tuesday's my day off. Oh God, can you imagine you work twelve hours a day at Walmart, like seventy hours a week, and your only day off is Tuesday? That would be infuriating. Yeah, I'm trying to do a half day on uh, Saturday this week because my daughter's graduating high school. So oh I'm like, God. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a half day today, six to four. <laughs> like, what? Oh. 
They would work from 6 a.m. to close. So they would work from like yeah. 6 a.m. to like 10 p.m. So that's what? 12, four, uh, 16 hour days. That would be pissing me off pretty good. Yeah, that's my. Uh, uh, thir- Thursdays are my long day, my 16 hour day. <laughs> God. Cool. We'll wrap it up on this base. Um, what are your thoughts on the morons burning their shoes because of the Colin Kaepernick deal? To be honest, I am against any kind of burning any kind of clothes you have. But if, if your favorite football player or basketball player signs with another team and burning the jersey, that's just so dumb. And you already bought it. That's why I always say to people, you should never get a tattoo of like a team that you like or a certain yeah. brand that you like. I got a buddy... Who has a Nike tattoo that's all upset Ugh. that Nike did this Kaepernick thing? I'm like... Wait, wait, he's upset? Yeah. What kind of a moron gets a Nike tattoo? That's the real question. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like and he... So you, you don't mind you, the slave labor and everything else they do at Nike? Like Exactly. That's but all you, cool? You care, you care that they sign the guy who's kneeling down for the Well, well, right? well, Mr. Colin Kaepernick. Colin and Kaepernick. I fact, I, and, I, and I like the fact that people are going like, oh, okay, well, then, you know... Nike, you're going down the tube. You guys are done. Well, in America, it's a it's a worldwide brand. So <laughs> the people in UK who buy it, and the people in Japan that buy it, don't give a rat's ass about Colin Kaepernick and what's happening in America. Yeah, in fact, probably They'll all those other countries they probably love it. Most countries don't they hate America? Most countries. Yes. So wouldn't they love someone insulting us? Yes. Which, which, by the way, he's not insulting. I'm just saying that's the narrative. That the morons are saying, like, oh, Ka- Kaepernick hates the American dream, the flag itself, and America? Fuck Nike, man. Set everything on fire. It's like, Ugh. you're poor. It's poor people. Your only good hoodie you're going to set on fire? The only thing that keeps exactly. you warm? Fuck that. I'm going to be cold this winter. It's yeah. like people that are like, you know, Starbucks is too liberal. Therefore, I'm not going to drink their coffee. Yeah. Just coffee. Yeah. It really in and out Burger gave a ton of money to the Republican Party. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I, so, really, I really like their hamburgers. I yeah. don't care. I could care less. And I, if, if in and out gave, if they funded Trump's entire campaign, I would still eat in and out Burger. Oh, God, yeah. I don't care. And if I found out that Krispy Kreme was donating to, like, some sort of Nazi thing as a Jewish person, <laughs> I would still eat the donuts. Yeah. Like I'm not going to Chick Fil A anymore, man, because they, they they're they're Christ, they're they're uh, closed on Sundays. Well, if yeah. I want a chicken sandwich on a Wednesday, I can't go there now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't care either way. I, if I like your food, like Jimmy John's, look at all this shit, Jimmy. I mean, it's, what he did is fucked up, killing elephants. I and know, shit. but people, it's funny that people are still mad at Jimmy John's yet they they that business is growing. I don't even think he. I don't even think he owns like. A majority share of it anymore. I think he sold no, it, it off. Franchised out now. So, like at this point, Jimmy John doesn't really have anything to do with it. Of course, he's going to nope. make money off it forever. I'll yeah. be like, hey, I had a gargantuan. Oh, you like killing giraffes? Well, that's why I'm, I'm like, man. Now, if I ever wear a Nike shirt, I was going to be like, oh my god, I hate America. It's it makes great. me want to wear Nike more, actually. I, I mean, it, I, I mean, it, 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 make, it makes me want. I, I I don't wear Nike anyway, but it makes me want to wear it. Just to have some guy come up to me and say, "Hey, uh, hey, bub, let me ask you a question. You don't care about America, bub?" Well, I just don't want somebody looking at my clothes and starting questioning my my moral beliefs. Oh my God, you're wearing Nike socks. You must hate 
America. I feel like all the people who are really upset are the morons who right now have a Nike symbol on the back of their on their the window of their car on the back. Yep. Like you're a moron. If you have a Nike symbol on your car on the entire back window, you're an idiot. Unless and, and, a company is paying you to do something, you should not be getting this much of an yeah, uproar. Yeah, why do you anything. love Nike? Why did you love Nike that much anyway? Yeah, I mean, if you like their clothes, you could buy them. But do you? Why do you love it that much? Where you're wearing a Nike gold chain? Exactly. And those are the people who are upset right now because I think they treated. It's almost like they treated Nike like their girlfriend who just cheated on them, and yep. now they're like, "Fuck that bitch, man." Let now it burn. I see, now I see you for who you really is. Oh, I didn't know you was like that. You like the Muslims? <laughs> I didn't know you liked Muslims. Well, the Muslims. <laughs> if you ever hear anyone say Muslim, they're racist, 100%. Yeah. Anyone yeah. who says Muslims. <laughs> the Muslims. Uh, our, our, our president, uh, the, the former uh, Barack B. Hussein Obama. Anyone who calls Barack Obama B. Hussein Obama is a hundred. There's anyone who ever called him B. Hussein Obama. A hundred percent of them are racist. Anyone who just called him Hussein Obama. A hundred percent of those people are racist. No matter what they say, someone's going to tweet me. Fuck you, Abe. You don't know what you're talking about. You piece of shit. I only called him Hussein Obama because that's his name. Yeah, because you're racist. <laughs> no one's calling Donald Trump John Trump. Yeah. And isn't his real last name Trump or something like that? Didn't John, uh, what's his name, figure that out? John Oliver? Uh, I thought that was, like a, that was like an insult joke. I'm not sure if it was, but whatever. No one's calling him John Trump. That's yeah. what it's like calling him Hussein Obama. Yeah, pro- I'm, I'm going to start calling him John Trump to see what people say. Although, to be honest, I, everybody does call him George W Bush W. So yeah, but he liked that. Like I'm W. I'm W. I'm W. And they call him W because the other one was Herbert Walker Bush, and he's just or whatever H W, and he's just W, right? W. That's H W, and I'm W. And you know what's funny too? By the way, I'm pretty sure W could bang Michelle Obama if he wanted to. Oh yeah, she ate that candy right off his hand. Did you see that at the funeral? You know that you know that dude could probably figure that lady right at that freaking memorial service, and nobody would bat an eye. I think we could agree that George W. would work harder than Obama, right? Oh, God, yeah. Like, he would love to be with Michelle. Oh, my Lord, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be like in... Uh, he Revenge- would do lines of coke off her ass and, and just eat that thing for months. Remember when Louis Skolnick banged Betty in the uh, Moon Castle room in Revenge, <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds? Because <laughs> I'm a nerd. Yeah. The only nerd. And jocks only care about sports, but nerds yeah. care about sex. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and she didn't even know it was him until he was done like doing shit to her I for know, like an hour. Her. Yeah, but you're right. He raped her. If you watch Revenge of the Nerds right now, all of it is just like, oh my god, a they illegally set up cameras inside a sorority house, <laughs> and then at the end he rapes the girl and she loves the porn. Well, you just posted that that article of millennials who are upset with American Pie. Yes, I mean. First of all, if you're upset with American Pie, go fuck yourself. But I also have to admit the illegal filming of Nadia in the bedroom. Yeah. That is messed up, though, right? And let's not forget the pie itself. Oh, yeah. Where that he's banging. pie was fucked illegally every time. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it is messed up, but it's a movie. Who cares? And it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a movie. It's, it's pretend. 
I mean, there's a lot of movies where guys get exploited too, isn't there? All the time. So, and no one cares about those. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Just don't exploit Nadia. And you know, the other thing too, like the people, like when John McCain died, all those people who love John McCain now all hate him and all the people who hated him now love him. If you If you completely switched your theory on John McCain, you had zero conviction in the first place. So I will say it is interesting. I remember a country hating John McCain when he was running against Obama. Yeah, because he brought Palin. He, he, then all of a sudden he built out Sarah Palin and went against Donald Trump and now he's beloved. Well, but it's both ways. Now he's hated by the conservatives and loved by the liberals. I know. It's, just, it's funny to me. But that's what I'm saying. If you're one of those people like he's me. He's an American hero. Yeah. Really? Because when he was running against Obama, he was a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. When he was running now against Obama, it was like, oh, he's he's one, uh, he's one flew away from Sarah Palin being our president. We don't exactly. want that old fuck. Now everyone <laughs> loves him. That's what everyone said, and now and now all the conservatives are like John McCain is a hero. Now they're all like, we don't, our heroes don't get caught, our heroes escape. Like they completely, <laughs> they they'll completely say whatever Donald Trump or Rachel Maddow tell them to say, and that's yep. why they're all sheep. And that's why you yep. have to make you have to be able to make. That's why sometimes people are surprised when I I'll say something like to friends that that doesn't fall into a line, and it's like, well, I look at everything. Like for instance, Rahm Emanuel, right? You would assume I love Rahm Emanuel, right? It just based on, you know, what you've heard me say before. I hate Rahm Emanuel. I'm happy. Like, he announced he's stepping down our mayor here. He's horrible. He's a piece of garbage, right? They all assume yeah. that I love Rahm. That's your boy, right, Rahm? What do you think about your boy? I'm like, I'm happy. They're like, you're happy? Like, they're trying to, like, get me. What yeah. do you think about your boy? Like, that's not my boy. I don't like him. You, <laughs> you have to be able to look at each each subject separate you can't always just whatever they tell you like sean hannity i heard a commercial the other day we're fighting for the forgotten americans none of you are forgotten none of you and sean (laughs) hannity could give a fuck about anyone sean hannity wouldn't do anything he's a scumbag sean hannity's a rich piece of garbage as long as his hair doesn't move an inch either direction he's fine but anyways we will enjoy for the next few weeks all these morons burning their feet and stuff which I'm enjoying it. Burning their people want to start burning Jordans, man. Why? How? Why? I mean, you know how smart someone is when they set shoes on fire that they're wearing. Yeah. You take or the shoes cutting off their own shorts while they're wearing it. Yeah, cutting off the logo. I'm going to wear the rest of the material that was made by Nike, but just cut off yeah. the logo. So now I'm going to get rid of the stupid swoosh. All right. Well, anyways, we'll wrap it up on that base. All right. Peace. Thank you, Abe. For all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.